Welcome to the podcast. I'm Mark. And I'm Krista. And you're listening to Practical Prepping Quick Tips. Are you ready for the next natural disaster or one of the little emergencies that life throws your way? Practical Prepping for Everyday People. This book is available from our website, on Amazon, or wherever books are sold. You ever get started on anything and then find it hard to stay on track? I'm sorry, what? (laughs) Were you talking to me? Hello. (laughs) Are you talking about being distracted, diverted, or maybe just kind of shooting in the dark, as it were? Yeah, and a lot of times that comes from not having a really good plan, and, and we wind up taking a shotgun approach to prepping, and we don't have a well thought out plan, and we buy the wrong things, we buy the wrong foods, we buy the wrong gear. Too many times it's that tactical gear, and tactical this and tactical that, tactical gloves, tactical socks. If you want to see a really good funny one, go to YouTube and search out tactical kilt. K-I-L-T. A tactical kilt? Somebody did a 511 tactical kilt video, and it's well, you hilarious. Know, I, I've seen some of these guys, You've just if you're just going to be distracted and go down this rabbit hole, I've seen these kilts that like professional guys wear on their job or whatever, and they're, they're perfectly fine garments to wear, and they find a way to wear them. But there's you're saying 511 has a whole video it, about a tactical kilt? It, it's a video, and it's police or something, and chasing and going over walls and sliding <laughs> across hoods. That would be entertaining. It, it's very entertaining. Go look at that. So, you know, to get back out of the rabbit hole, what you're saying is we need to be a little bit more focused? We need to be very focused on our prepping, and we need to stay on track and make more progress well, how are we going to do that? We, to do that, we need a written plan. Oh. Instead of a shotgun approach, we need a rifle approach. Pew, pew. We need to be very specific and very intentional. I see what you mean. A shotgun kind of sprays everywhere. Exactly. And a rifle is a bit more, you know, quite a bit more laser pointed. There you go. Ah, okay. I get it. Now, people are waking up to the need to become prepared, but they really don't know how or even for what to prep. Well, a lot of times people are just scared to death first, and then they don't really know how to make a step after that. When you just kind of need to cool off and step back and take a deep breath and realize that preparedness doesn't have to be, you know, something totally in a hundred million percent scary all the time, like EMPs and, and the threats of nuclear attack and total grid down and financial collapse or you know, the types of things you see in the movies or on real, real conspiracy theory type forums with like martial law or the government coming to take your food. You know, we're not saying these things aren't ever possible, but the uh, the odds are so minuscule that what we want to tell you is pay attention to the things that might actually really happen to you or maybe have happened to you. And to do that, we have to do that threat assessment. We're much more likely to face a job loss than we are an EMP. That's the truth. And we're much more likely to experience a health issue than we are a total grid down situation. And like we've often said, too, we're much more likely to face very tough, severe weather, 
we're likely to face illness, you know, the types of things that are quite a bit more normal and customary in terms of things that can happen to your life. We need to make a targeted prepping plan, and we're going to target our prepping in seven areas. Water, food, heat, cooking, communication, first aid, and security. Now, water. How much will we need? Well, how many people are in your household? And how long are you planning to prep for? Yeah, like how much time allotment? Exactly. I mean, if we prep for uh, a week, is that enough? If we prep for two weeks, is that enough? But remember, we need to have at least one gallon per day minimum plus water for the pets. Now, one of our daughters has six people, one dog, one cat in the same house. That's about seven gallons per day or 49 gallons a week. You'd better have a plan. Mm -hmm. Now, there's a creek about four blocks away, and they can use that and water filters, but there has to be a plan. And let's talk about food. Again, how much food will you need, and for what time length are you prepping per person in your household? Yeah, now FEMA says 72 hours, but that'll get you through many natural disasters. But what about a job loss? What about runaway inflation? What about food shortages like we've seen? Certainly gives you something to think about. Mm -hmm. What about heat in the wintertime? How will you keep your family warm if you don't have any power, if you don't have a generator? You know, you have to think about things like that. Yeah, we're going to have to have auxiliary heating. Now, we use an indoor safe propane heater. There is a fireplace here. We don't use it. We're going to have it checked, but we could in a critical emergency. You could have a wood heater. How about just blankets? Or how about just layering your clothing as well? Any of those options will help, but you have to have a plan. Cooking. Now, a hot meal offers some comfort. We can use a cook stove. We have one that's indoor safe, and you can get butane. You can get propane. But if you're going to use a gas grill, which is a viable option for cooking when you don't have your regular stove, that must be used only outside the house. And that's because carbon monoxide will kill you. I would say the same safety precautions apply to a charcoal grill as well. Mm -hmm. Outside only. Yeah, and you can cook on that fireplace, and you can cook on an open fire outside with cast iron. Next is communication. We have to have a way to at least receive information. We talk a lot about a NOAA weather radio. Something that will wake you up in the middle of the night in the case of a tornado or something of that nature. And it needs to be something battery operated. It can be AM, FM radio, or TV. Now, if you are planning to watch a device, will your internet router still be available? How about first aid? I think first aid is a very important consideration. You, you've got to have some way of being able to attend to some sort of wounding that may take place in your home and uh, to be well supplied with a variety of things like antiseptic sprays and gauzes and bandages, mm -hmm. maybe even learn how to use a tourniquet and to understand in the situations that would require that sort of thing. Right. And security. We need to be able to protect ourselves at home and away from home. What's our plan for that? The whole point of what we're talking about today here is instead of taking a hit or miss approach, a little here, a little there, a little over here, a little over there, 
We need to have that plan and we need to go by that plan. My dad taught me many, many years ago, make a plan and work your plan. This is one place that it really works and it really needs to be done. You know why? Because stuff happens. So you need to stay prepared. And we'll see you next time.